We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack, and today I'm joined by a man who just loves watching multiverse films and will watch every multiverse film in the multiverse because he loves them so much and he's not sick and tired of them. It's Chris. I wouldn't say I'm sick and tired of multiverse films. I'm sick and tired of maybe Marvel multiverse things. But other than that, they're all fine. I sometimes forget there are other multiverse movies and stuff going on outside of Marvel. You found one that we are covering. There's a multiverse film that I didn't even know was a multiverse film. And it's from one of my favourite eras of filmmaking, the early 2000s. Well, more specifically, in between uh, Matrix Mania. So, <laughs> 2001. Uh, we haven't had a Matrix film since 1999. The sequels to The Matrix are about to be released. And this is a, a, a James Wong, I don't want to say rip-off of Matrix, but uh, you know how every film now takes inspiration from John Wick in their action. This is w- one of those films, but The Matrix. Very uh, Matrix-inspired, and it's martial arts Matrix. Oh, Matrix is martial arts, isn't it? Basically, it's inspired purely by The Matrix and no other films have any influence on this. <laughs> well, I'm sure there are other films. Uh, but yeah, the title is definitely also very the one Neo kind of Matrixy. So yeah, Jet Li stars in this. As I said, James Wong directs. It stars Carla Gionio, Delroy Lindo, and uh, a young Jason Statham, Chris. I didn't know that Jason Statham was in this. I pointed at the screen and went, that's Jason Statham. I couldn't believe it. And he's got incredibly dyed black hair, which is a look that <laughs> is very rare for Jason Statham. Did you like it? <laughs> I saw he was going to be in it I looked at the cast list first and um, it, it threw me with hair. Jason Statham's hair is not his best look, just because I'm used to him being you know, bold most of the time. Yeah, it was definitely Jason Statham with a, a weird accent, wasn't it? It wasn't his normal accent. I don't know if he's trying to do American or not, but it didn't gel very well, I don't think. Yeah, I didn't really understand what he was saying most of the time, but this is a film where you can get away with not understanding what one of the pivotal characters is saying, because this isn't a very plot-heavy film, and I think if you pay too much attention to it, it's detrimental to the film, If you're, because then you can poke holes in the plot which is it's very simple there's Neville Jetley who used to work for the multiverse police force and now he's going around killing alternate versions of himself all wearing different wigs and stuff I like that scene where it's just Jetley in front of a green screen wearing different wigs and costumes and hats and stuff and uh, the more he kills alternate versions of himself the more super powerful he gets so yeah good plot Chris nice and simple uh, and then he bites off more than he can chew by fighting a different Jet Li that's also real good. Real good in, in that he's meant to be the, the one other Jet Li. Because even though this is the multiverse of infinite universes, there's only 125 Jet Li's and 123 <laughs> killed and there's the last two. But the power doesn't all go to evil Jet Li. It's being split between evil Jet Li and good Jet Li. And, um, you know, it's going to be his toughest kill fighting super-powered good Jet Li. Yeah, but... This is early multiverse stuff. You get that because there's a little X-Men style intro with weird bubble universes forming and a voiceover guy going, this is a multiverse and basically explaining the plot. And we're like, ah, very good. Now we know. And it, it does some stuff well. The budget is obviously kind of low and special effects aren't what they are today. 
So in terms of budget and hiding that they actually only have one Jet Li and didn't get the budget to clone Jet Li is is obviously very good. And there's weird CGI bullet time and rubbery CGI people bobbing around. But, you know, it's all right. And as an action film, it's fine. We don't get films like this anymore, like mid-budget weird action films. Or if we do, they usually go straight to Netflix or streaming. Yeah, I can't remember the last time. I think this is my first film that I've watched with Jet Li in as well. You know, I've grown up, I was watching all the Jackie Chan films and then Jet Li was also doing the same stuff. I never really watched any of his movies. Seen scenes of him in other films, normally to do with Jackie Chan. And then this is his first movie I've seen him in though. And it was, um, it was a terrible movie overall, but I still gave it a double thumbs up on Netflix because it was fun schlock and yeah, ignoring all the massive plot holes in it. And it was great. Well, this <laughs> is terribly great. <laughs> this is the first time that you've watched this film. I remember vividly watching it or watching like the last 20 minutes of it once on Channel 5. And even though I didn't watch all of it, the film has stuck with me mostly because it has the most badass end sequence I've ever seen in a film where evil Jet Li is put in prison in this prison multiverse place and he's on a pyramid and he's just kicking the asses of everyone else that's in this prison (laughs) so that's why it's left such an impression on me and I'm like maybe I should go back and watch the whole thing at one point but yeah that's that's what really stuck with me that was a cool ending and that was a very um 2000s ending the music in this uh, goes along with it as well it's a lot of bands i listen to and stuff as well so it had the very grungy music and the, the grungy ending and um it's just nice to appreciate it like it's got like, it's got that weird plastic metal aesthetic going on around it and it's fun seeing the alternate versions and i like their travel how they explain it how it's like black hole collapses and creates another universe and they sort of cross over so they can't multiverse travel at will they have to do it at certain times and jason statham's got a little map thing that pops out a little cgi thing that, that was all fun it was all like i said bad but good you know good good fun <laughs> yeah don't take it too seriously it is of its time, for sure. It's fine for what it is. Jet Li, he's fine in this. I don't think he's got the acting chops to pull off, you know, a tour de force of, like, multiple different Jet Lees and the two main Jet Lees, the evil Jet Li and the police Jet Li. They're fine. I like that, again, to save on budget and filming time, most of the time both Jet Lees are just wearing the same clothes which ties in at the end to where oh, they almost send the wrong Jet Li back into the multiverse prison. And then Jason Statham's like, hold on, that's the wrong one, because he's got wedding ring stuff. I suppose he knows that because he... Does Jet Li give him the wedding ring to look after? No, Jet Li gives his wedding ring to his wife to look after because he's oh. going in for an MRI scan, isn't he? You can't have any metal in there. So, but that ends being no whether yeah. the wrong Jet Li was going to be sent away. I was shouting at the TV, that's the wrong one. Not because of the wedding <laughs> ring, but because the evil Jet Li took off his boiler suit thing and tied it around his waist, whereas good Jet Li just ripped his off. So I was like, evil Jet Li's got it tied around his waist still. That's the evil one. And then they did the ring, which wasn't as good as what I saw. Yeah, also it doesn't make sense because does Jason Statham even know that he's married? Maybe. Must do. Could see him. I mean, are these other versions of Jet Li must have been married or not? Because evil Jet Li, he's got a partner as well, played by the same actress. The only difference, she's got ginger hair. Also, she's using her vet powers to put explosives in a little white mice and, and break him out of 
time prison so yeah that's weird <laughs> that was weird yeah i felt sorry for the mouse also thought she was going to reappear later in the film and we never we never see her again we only get to see good jet lee's wife we don't get to see evil one unfortunately yeah i don't know what happened because this is a very short film it's 90 minutes so maybe there was a subplot that was cut for time which wouldn't be uh surprising because yeah this is it's, it's it's very brisk and there are if i could nitpick you know maybe there were bits that could have been trimmed down like maybe we didn't have to take him back to the prison and then he escapes from prison and then we go back uh, i suppose it breaks up so we're not you know doing the prisoner transfer twice back to back but i don't know that's the noughties for you chris they only had an hour and a half had to get through it quickly don't they fortunately it's whilst we see a computer of the other jet Lees, we only actually get three Jet Li's on screen. We get an evil Jet Li who's in prison called Lawless. Then we get even more evil Jet Li and then good Jet Li. Unfortunately, no more Jet Li's in there because it would defeat the purpose of the one doing this and becoming the super being that if you kill all your Jet Li's and then it's going to be maybe becoming a god or could destroy the multiverse because nobody knows. I like how they don't fully know how the multiverse works in this as well. I also like that his powers are kind of useless most of the time because he's a little bit fast, but not really. He's a little bit stronger but not really all the time. They're sort of on and off again powers. Like, if he killed all the other Jet Lees, maybe nothing happens. Maybe he's still sort of vaguely super-powered, because he's not like a Superman or anything. I wouldn't kill a hundred different variations of me to be sometimes fast, or sometimes kick a guy up in the air and jump up and be able to punch him down on the floor. Maybe well, no, he, he is super, super fast, isn't he? Because there's a point Sometimes. where he's kicking people and that they're flying through the air and it's all slow motion. I thought at first, oh, has he got some sort of weird thing where he can, like, slow down time with people? Then I realised, oh, no, it's him moving at super speed. But then he can only run at 50 miles an hour, like that cop helpfully calls out when he's chasing him in his car. <laughs> yeah, well, they had to point out, didn't they, was because he was running down the road, and I was thinking, how the hell are the cars not caught up with him yet? And then he went, he's doing his 50 miles an hour. I was like, oh, thank you, film, for explaining that. <laughs> well, maybe he's got to kill the other Jet Li to boost it up to 80. Oh, my God, 88 miles per hour, and then he can time travel as well. <laughs> my God, Doc Brown was right. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this is he's trying to become the one back in the other, and assuming he kills good Jet Li, he becomes the one, but these... There's no versions of these other universes, but they keep saying how these new universes are constantly being created all the time. So what if a new Jet Li pops up? Does he suddenly lose power? Maybe. I, d I don't know. Maybe he can, he can gain more. It's, it's not really explained, and again, it's not one of those films that it's meant for deep philosophical thinking about uh, the multiverse and stuff. You're just meant to have a, a good time with it, and I did... For the most part, I was mostly looking forward to the end and if it was as badass as I remembered it. And it was, for the most part, yeah. I do not remember the bit where Good Jet Li gets sent to weird, hyper-colour electric car paradise earth. I don't remember that bit at all. Yeah, that wasn't a satisfying ending for me because Evil Jet Li kills Good Jet Li's wife. And at the end, once it's all been resolved, the men are sent him back to his own timeline because he's from a planet that's not registered at the multiverse, blah, blah, blah. Jason Statham sends him to one where his wife's still alive and he reenacts the moment where he meets her again. But I was thinking, he did all this stuff years ago with her and now he's got to redo it all again. And he... 
you know, I don't know. It seems it wasn't a good ending for me. I don't know if it's going to be a bittersweet, but I'm I wasn't overly happy with his ending. I preferred Eagle Jet Li's ending instead. Yeah, I, I think that's why that was the final shot of the film because it was badass and not. Hey, this guy's just suddenly appeared in a universe where he's probably not been born. He's got no idea or anything like that. So, yeah, I thought Sus- the same thing. <laughs> yeah, s- suspicious. Again, we're we're overthinking it, Chris, and we shouldn't be. We should just be going. Ah, oh, look, the two Jetlies are fighting. And there are lots of sparks falling down, and it's real epic. I did enjoy that fight scene, and again, it shows off their super speed because the sparks all slow down, so it's gently raining them. And I, I thought all the fight scenes in this were pretty good as well. And obviously, they got their Matrix-esque stuff going on, and I was fine with that. I always enjoy his martial arts films. I said, you know, Jackie Chan and that. Well, so the Jet Li stuff was pretty good. Jackie Chan and Jet Li being in a film together, because I can't think of one off the top of my head. I've seen a fight scene between them where Jackie Chan was doing drunken master stuff and he was fighting Jet Li in that. Are you sure that just wasn't a barroom brawl between the two? <laughs> no, it was in a temple. Oh yeah, something to do with like, the Monkey King. Monkey God, is it? Something like that? I don't know. I don't know what film you're thinking about, Chris. I can't help I'll, you. I'll, I'll send it to you later. Okay. Out of a, a dodgy DVD box. Good. <laughs> Great. Cannot wait. Is it Blu-ray? No, 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 I'm talking about just a YouTube fight scene. I can watch the whole movie. <laughs> okay. That's very unsophisticated of you, Chris. You need to experience the whole film, not just the fight scene. Well, I don't know what the film's called. It's going to be something of the monkey something. Drunken monkey. Barroom brawl. <laughs> I mean, quite possible. I get the idea of the, 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 the shooting in this film as well, because there's multiple times where the, the, the multiverse agents capture or they get close to capturing evil Jet Li, but they're not allowed to kill him, because if they kill him, it'll make good Jet Li into the one and maybe end the multiverse. So that was always frustrating. The amount of times they caught him, I was like, just take him down now. Jason Statham was like, just let me shoot him in his legs. Let me essentially cripple him so he's easier to restrain. And his boss is like, nah, we can't do that. I was thinking, why? Why not just shoot him? Unless Delroy's worried that some of the multiverse energy is going to leak out of the hole in his leg. But yeah, that's not really properly explained until like midway through the film, when I, I, I was also frustrated that Jason Statham hadn't already taken matters into his own hands. I just shot him. So <laughs> yeah, that, that could have, in order to tone down audience frustration they probably should have explained that a bit earlier on as to why they couldn't just kill you know the worst person in the multiverse so that maybe needed to be cleared up a little bit sooner uh, but yeah jason statham in this was fine i like delroy's character in this as the sort of the rigs to his murtar or the murtar to his rigs i've forgotten which way round is is lethal weaponed um i think the the weakest fight was between evil jet lee and delroy because the characters have a history together but i never got the feeling that jet lee was this super powerful character whilst fighting him because he was getting hurt and beaten up too much in in my opinion he was selling too much for delroy i mean he does win the fight but it took him too long you were saying earlier wasn't it that with his powers sometimes he seems to be all super strength and sometimes he hasn't always got it yeah um Oh, I'm assuming that's just him pulling his punches. Maybe he's, he, he's toying with him during the fight because he does at one point. He kicks him so hard that he rips his jacket off of him. <laughs> Can imagine that was a super duper kick and it ripped his leather jacket off and he's just left with his leather trousers on because it's 2001. Why not? Why not rip his arms off then? <laughs> you can't have that in this type of film, can you? Yes, you can. That's, it's that's, like that's, a 15. Well, well, this type of film. No, there's no arm ripping. That's not what this film's all about. 
there's probably no budget for arm ripping and prosthetic arms <laughs> and, and green screening them out because yeah again this film was probably made on a, a lowish budget but yeah it does well I, there was never a point in any of like the the Jet Li versus Jet Li fights where I was like one of them's a stunt double the way they framed it they did well to keep the other stunt guy's face out of the shot no complaints there obviously now it would have been face doubled and Ezra Miller flashed to shit where we you know they're they're both on screen all all the time but yeah there's a good amount of restraint in this and um although I don't think Jet Li's the most dynamic actor in this he still does a good job uh with being you know grief stricken that his wife has been murdered and and him being evil I think I prefer Jet Li as a as a as a villain i think he he plays that better um in 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 my opinion i think he's been a villain in one of the expendable films but i i i don't know those all seem to blur together for me i struggled with expendables i think i did the first one maybe a bit the second and i gave up so i'm not sure if i saw jet lee as that but i i liked him as both good and evil in this film i could get on with both characters in this film and um it's just unfortunate we didn't get to see actual other versions of him, like other than just the pictures. I did think that was funny, though. Just a blonde Jet Li. And, <laughs> yeah, there should have been more. Because they, they're obviously not all going to be, like, badass cops or threatening inmates, are they? There's going to be, like, a Jet Li that's an artist or a teacher or, or what have you. And then they are just suddenly attacked by someone that looks exactly like them and then can rip their head off or punch through metal. Well, I didn't know whether they had a linking factor because there's, there's the one thing that we know that links them all is that they all have law in their name of uh, some form or another. And then I wasn't sure whether they they could all do martial arts because even Prisoner Jet Li at the beginning, we see him, he, the way he kicks his cage, it wasn't just like a, a random kick. It was a, you know, whatever martial arts he's doing kick. So I assumed they all had some degree of martial arts training, perhaps. I mean, maybe not all of them. I know that maybe it's a thing like the more that evil gently whittles them down they're like attuned to like oh there's someone else there's another me here because both uh criminal gently and police gently before evil gently are you confused yet uh, attacks them in the prison transfer they both go hmm i sense something uh before the the actual attack happens I'm pretty sure the film mentions that that they 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 can do that. You can you can feel the energies of your your other person when you're in the same universe. Because all multiverse films don't they? They always say how it's wrong or it breaks the laws of the multiverse when you have more than one person in, in the same universe. Don't you? Know, it's all wrong. So maybe it's not all special powers. It's anybody. Jason Statham can sense another Jason Statham, perhaps. I I do like the the quick explanation as to why Evil Jetly became evil, is because he was on a mission and he had to kill a version of himself then he got a little bit more powerful and he was like yeah he became an addict basically to murder i was trying to think whether does that only work if you kill the, yourself in another universe yeah. or is it just when an, another one of your other selves die i think it's you have to kill you but sa doesn't seem to work like that is it because evil jet lee's killing the other jet lee's in other universes and our protagonist good jet lee is still getting the power boosts at the same time even though he's not in his universes and then there was the bit where um Jason Statham's characters, Rodecker, his boss, they, they go their separate ways, and Rodecker's like, if I kill evil Jet Li, you need to kill good Jet Li because he'll absorb the power. So even though it's not him killing him, you know, it's somebody else killing them. So I don't know if whenever, whenever one of your alternates die, you just get a power boost anyway. 
imagine you just sit in there one day and then for some reason you suddenly realize you've got stronger and it's because a version of you in another universe has fallen off a ladder and broke her neck or something don't think too much about this film chris because i that think, was, it was bugging me watching it think, that think about it if you're a version of if you're the only version of you that's a hermit chris and then every other version of you goes out to a party and then every other version of you gets crushed by a chandelier at that party through no like evil versions of you you're suddenly going to be super powered i was thinking out watching the film i was like this is, i know i'm not going to look into this but it is distracting me at this point chris you're tearing apart the multiverse by trying to deduce the one the <laughs> logic in it don't do it because an evil version of you will come and give you a slap and go stop thinking about it the one, the legend of the one. Is this a legend that existed beforehand or not? Or was it when Jet Li killed him and went, ah, I'm going to create this one? Because he says in the film a few times, like, I will become the one. And these multiverse people are just meant to know what he means by that. It's just a mad, evil Jet Li thing. that He wants to be the only Jet Li. So, yeah. And I like that. I like that he's crazy. And everyone's like, now nah, I'm going to try and make him my bitch in prison. He's going to be my prison bitch. And then he just breaks everyone's legs on this pyramid. I like it. I like that the, the shot pans out. It's like something from a Alien vs. Predator movie or like something in the bowels of Coruscant. It's just a great epic shot. And they really went for it and they didn't need to, but they did. They ended it on such a high point that I would happily go back and, and you know, watch this version of Jet Li break out of multiverse prison to kill other Jet Li. I'd, I'd watch it. I don't know what you'd call it. The the one again. Or the one. The one and done. I don't know. But yeah, again, like I said, it's very of its time. Something that we don't get a lot of anymore. And if we do, it's streaming and it's, you know, John Wicky. Um, yeah, I guess we, we just have to blame Keanu Reeves for all action trends that have been going on at the moment. And the, the day that Keanu Reeves retires is the day that action films just stop getting made i guess because they've got no one else to copy off <laughs> are you sure you're not just really um looking this film through those those tinted rose glasses because it's you got the you got the nostalgia going on you just really like the pyramid scene maybe yeah i really <laughs> i really like the 20 minutes i saw when i was like 10 <laughs> when it was on channel 5 or whatever it was yeah I, I just it just really stuck with me that pyramid scene and I don't know whether the rest of the film lives up to it it's the most badass shot in the in the film and it might be the most badass shot in all of cinema Chris and I might be exaggerating but I might be right <laughs> think of a better one uh, so based on that shot alone then would you recommend this movie yeah in fact just watch that shot on YouTube for an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> but to really appreciate the shot, you need to watch the whole movie. I mean, I appreciated it only watching half the movie, so... Y- hey, yeah. You blasted me earlier <laughs> for not watching the Jackie Chan Jet Li movie. True, but I watched more than just the clip on YouTube, because YouTube <laughs> wasn't around when when I watched it on Channel 5. But, yeah, I don't know whether I'd recommend this film, because it is too gappy, as it were, plot-wise. But, yeah, it's, it's fun. At least. I'm sure there's going to be people out there that will appreciate this type of movie. But there's, there's no one that I know of 
other than you, maybe, that I could recommend this film to. But <laughs> um, like I said, not to say, it, I enjoyed it. I well, thought it was a great movie. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to ask, are, are you happy that that I, I recommended it to you? Did, did I waste I, your time in making you watch this, Chris? No, you didn't. I enjoyed it. When I put the movie on and it started, and my partner watched it with me, and she was like, oh, why this film? And I was like, Jack's going to have recommended this for two reasons. One, it's really good, or two, it's going to be really crap. <laughs> That's whenever you recommend a film, it's normally for those reasons, and I don't you don't tell me which one it is. So I went into it, but um, it was a fun hour and a half, and um, didn't feel like I wasted my time watching it. Good, I'm glad. And also, you can usually tell that I'm recommending a bad film to you because I do a little evil chuckle after I go, "You should watch this, Chris." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you got away with it this time. Uh, look, anything else to say about the one, Chris? No, nothing that I can think of off the top of my mind. We can survive that at gmail.com or tweet us at we could survive if you've got any thoughts about the one. There is a sort of another film along this line that I do want to do at some point, which is uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's Time Cop, which is <laughs> as, as silly as it sounds, um, but maybe for another day. Uh, next week we'll probably do something uh, Spider-Man-esque because uh, Madam Web is coming out. Uh, later this month so we'll do something to build up to that then i'm not sure what but something spider-man-y something spider-man-y okay well, I'm, I'm sure we'll find something or something with a spider in it we might just do arachnophobia or something charlotte's web <laughs> charlotte's web yes eight-legged freaks we'll do something with a spider <laughs> oh great uh anything else to add then or are we finishing wild wild west that's got a big spider in it Oh, Wild Wild West. Actually, I've seen that film multiple times. Not as an adult. That's Again, that was a childhood rewatch for me. So, um, actually, yes, do Wild Wild West. I might hit back some, some nostalgia feels on that. I don't think it's on uh, Netflix, and I'm not watching it if it's not on Netflix, Chris. Or on ITV this weekend, which I doubt <laughs> it will be. Well, in that case, thank you to everybody who's been listening to We Could Survive That, your weekly survival guide to the movies. Going to see you next week. Until then, keep on surviving, and goodbye.